This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Welcome back to the Love of the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan, the radio flagship home of your Dallas Cowboys. Joined, as always, by Brian Broaddus, former Super Bowl winning NFL scout, now co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m., Monday through Friday. That is uh, central time on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, Brian, how are you? Or, Or I should say... How are you going to be later today? People are listening to this on Friday. Uh, what time should they tune in to hear your bet pay off on, on G-Bag Nation? It's going to go at, uh, we have what's uh, a segment at 530 Central called What You Thinking and What You Drinking. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, um, Bobby's being a little bit of a smart A right now. <laughs> so he has to bring up the fact that in our survivor pool, if you lose, you have to do a payoff. And so we have various things. I had to drink a, a beer out of a gym shoe. <laughs> a shoey. I've done, that. I've done a shoey already. Uh, I had to, two weeks ago, drink the straw dog. Drink. Yep. I drank scotch. I drank Johnny Walker out of a cup, 12-ounce cup, but I used a hot dog as the straw. So I had to get that all squared up. It actually wasn't terrible. Okay. Tomorrow, tomorrow I'm in a situation where uh, I have to drink. And let me. I, I've, got, I've got the concoction for you here. This is minced garlic, a McDonald's yeah. quarter pounder with cheese, half a red onion, spicy brown mustard, and an unpeeled orange, all blended together with Miller Lite. Is this going to be the worst yeah. payoff of the three? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to be. Uh, the orange, I've got to where it's actually don't have to use the peel. Okay, peel Yeah, I peel this orange. So, yeah, uh, you mentioned it. Uh, cheeseburger, garlic, Ugh. minced garlic, half a red onion, and then, uh, yeah. But you know what? There was, I drew out of a hat. Uh-huh. I drew out of a hat. I could have drawn tuna fish. And I could have drawn anchovies, well, and I didn't luck, do that. You lucked out then, because the anchovies would have been. Oh brutal. no! Oh. oh, the anchovies would have been brutal. That that I love food. I love cooking. I don't think I'll ever, ever, ever use a meal with anchovies. <laughs> and anytime somebody says use anchovies, I'll I'll just skip to the next video. So yeah, gonna have to use that, and uh, you know, gonna grind it all up in the blender. And uh, then I have to drink it for what you're thinking and what you're drinking. So, you, so I can so I can make a so I can get back in the, the picking. So yeah. you guys, uh, 530, just you'll be hearing this today on Friday. So 530 p.m. Go look up 105 through the fan, the Odyssey app, twitch.tv slash Dallas fan cam. You can see brought us uh, consume this drink. You're, you're a brave man. I would just decide to be out of the Survivor League. I would just say, okay, I can't get back in. I'm, I'm out for the rest of the year because I'm not drinking that. That's where I would have been with that, Brian. So you're a braver man than I am. Let's actually talk some football now. Let's talk yeah, about, about these, that. Yeah. Let's talk about these Detroit Lions, a, a football team that 
I, I don't know about you, Brian. I feel like this is a team that is better than one and four. I, I mean, they've yeah. got their problems for sure. They, they, they have a tough time defensively. But overall, I feel like Dan Campbell's actually building something that I, I kind of like there. And, and I like what the, the pieces that they have in place now. I think they've done a good job putting Jared Goff in a position to succeed. Their running back trio is really, really good. Um, their, their offensive line has done a decent job this year. They've got some weapons in the passing game. It's just been that defensive side of the ball where they're getting gashed in the running game. They have some trouble in coverage. It, it's not a great defense. But overall, what's your big takeaway from this Detroit Lions football team that the Cowboys will be taking on on Sunday? Yeah, I don't think this is going to be a fun game. And I say that because I want to believe that everything will be fine and dandy with Dak Prescott in this football game. I I want to believe that. But the last time that we saw Dak play, he he wasn't very good. The team wasn't very good. So with all that being said, I'm kind of in that mode right now where I'm thinking – well, you know, everything says that the Detroit defense is awful. And by all metrics, it is. Uh, you mentioned they've got some they've got some good players. They've got some some guys that are, are very, very capable, but they just haven't stopped anybody. They haven't kept people from scoring. Uh, you know, just every metric that you want to talk about a defense, they're poor in. Yeah. And but flip it to the other side, every metric that you talk about when it comes to running the football and scoring points, they're really good at. Right. And, you know, that's that's where it worries me a little bit if all of a sudden this turns into a game where it's close or even or it's back and forth that the Lions are able just to say, okay, we're going to stick with our offense we're going to run the football, whether Swift plays or Williams or Reynolds or any of these guys, you know, they're going to stay. If they get to stick to their game plan of just running the ball and then doing the best they can and taking some play action shots with Jared Goff, with Josh Reynolds and uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, yeah. you know, and, and then also too with TJ Hawkerson, the tight end. Uh, you know, I that's the things that kind of scare me a little bit. But don't let this thing get even or don't let it go back and forth, you know, and don't give the Detroit defense any reason to want to play better in this game. Because I was watching the tape this week of the, the, the Lions and they've got the Vikings down 14 nothing. Yeah. And you're like going, wow, okay, here we go. And then, you know, the defense kind of falls apart. But they played a lot of close games. They played a lot of close games. The only game that they've looked really, really bad at was the last one out against New England right before the bye. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Yeah, and look, even though this defense has has struggled, uh, I think that they've they've got talent there. You mentioned it. I, I, I mean, they've they've had I think three rookies on defense play really really well so far. Um, I mean, Aiden Hutchinson, obviously the top pick. I, I think that you know he's he's played well. He he's still a rookie. Um, you know, there's still some growing there, but I think Malcolm Rodriguez has played well at linebacker. I think Kirby Joseph has played well at safety. So they've got some good rookies there on the defensive side of the ball, but obviously where they've really struggled so far this year, Brian on defense is that running game and Dallas looking to kind of work Dak Prescott back in. Is this a game that you think is ripe for? Hey, let's really try and punch him in the mouth early, establish the run, and then we'll work Dak back in, you know, slowly as this game progresses and once we've kind of established, you know, our, our offense and, and and our control in this game. Yeah, I I absolutely I you know, everybody's like, well, the game plan changed and all that. I don't think the game plan changes, but how committed is Dak Prescott to want to run the football, you know, and and maybe some of the things that he saw that he's like, Hey, this defense I have, you know, on our team is damn good. Yep. And if I don't make mistakes, you know, they lose the Philadelphia game. You you talk to people in that organization, they felt like they lost the Philadelphia game because of the turnovers. Yep. And, And that, and that's not to blame at all. The loss on, on, uh, you know, the quarterback on Cooper rush, but they, they they really, really, really believe with their heart if they don't give Philadelphia short field uh, opportunities, yeah, they, they, there were some things that they weren't very good at, but the turnovers were killer in that game. And so I, I think that if Dak Prescott and this offense and Kellen Moore trying to establish the run a little bit, you know, get Ezekiel Elliott going a little bit, you know, let the young tight ends have some blocks, you know, let uh, Terrence Steele, who I absolutely destroyed on this platform and others, you know, let him get going again. I mean, he's played very well since the Tampa game. Yep. You know, so I, I kind of feel like that that would be the plan. The, the best plan is, A, Dallas, you run the ball, you convert third downs, and you score points, and that will put the Lions offense into, okay, now – can we run the ball? Can we, you know, can we convert third downs and can we score points? Two of the three, they really do very, very, very well. So, yeah, I, I don't think you could get into a game where uh, it's just, you know, three and out, three and out, three and out, and, or, you know, Dak turn the ball over and throw it into tight coverage and it not come up, uh, you know, come up in one of his receivers' hands. This is going to be a very, very tricky game that, you know, with Dak coming back, Make sure you run the football. Make sure you protect the ball, but make sure you do a better job on third down. You know, one of the hallmarks of this defense, one of the things that you've heard people say a lot about this Cowboys defense is they're fast. Man, they fly to the ball. They swarm. They're, they've got this incredible speed. And, and that can occasionally get you in trouble when you're not playing under control. It can cause for missed tackles like it did in the Giants game, like it did last week against Philadelphia. When you look at Detroit, one of the things that I saw it appeared on offense that they like to do is they like to get things kind of flow in this way and then come back this way. They like the play action stuff. They like the boots. They like to do all these sorts of different things. How does Dallas find that line? I asked this to, to Kenny Gant, the shark, the, uh, the other night when I was doing Cowboys crosstalk. How does Dallas find the balance, Brian, between 
you know, leaning into what they do best, which is playing fast and swarming and things like that, while still playing under control and not getting caught in over pursuit, while still playing disciplined. Where is that fine line? And does Detroit, with the capable backs they have, the way they seem to, you know, play pretty well when they go to the play action game, when they do some of the boots and waggles and things like that, get things flowing another direction. Um, how does Dallas combat some of that and, and play disciplined while still playing really fast and swarming to the ball? Well, we saw what happens when a team plays RPO football and makes them have to think about what's their what's their assignments and what are their responsibilities. And it was really, really clear that it wasn't good enough against Philadelphia. Uh, you know, I, I kind of feel like that you know, Michael Parsons learned a really valuable lesson in that game. I think Dan Quinn learned a valuable lesson in that game. Yeah, you have to play with discipline. You have to play with your eyes. You have to trust your technique. We had uh, Demarcus Lawrence on our station on Thursday. Yep. You know, and, and he was talking about playing in gaps, playing in your lanes, playing in control. You know, all these things that when you when you look at the Lions, you say, well, if you don't tackle well, there's going to be problems. If you're not physical enough, there's going to be some problems. So I, I I think the lesson was pretty good for them that they, they've got to do all the things I just said. You know, and Dan Quinn will figure out, like, listen, I can't let an offense paralyze uh, Micah Parsons the way he did or the way the Eagles did last week in that football game. But you're absolutely right. Discipline with eyes, discipline with technique, and discipline with the ability of, like, don't play hero ball. Do your assignment, and if everybody does their assignment, they'll be just fine. If I were to say, Brian brought us what's one area or one player that has you really concerned this week with the Detroit Lions, who is it going to be? Yeah, I. you know what? I If they get into a game, now let's see what happens with DeAndre Swift. You know, he's been dealing with injuries since week three. He's got a shoulder problem. Uh, you know, if he, if he could come back, uh, this week, they, they were kind of thinking that maybe he could. Uh, but he's a guy, when you start, that the averaging eight yards a carry, that's legitimate stuff. I mean, that's not just, you know, that's that's physical football right yeah. there. You know, that is, that's getting it done. Uh, he definitely scares me offensively. I, I think also, too, I mentioned uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah, he's you know, been great. That's a guy that is, he is like all over the field. And they throw him the ball out of the slot. They hand it to him. They they do things to get him the football. And when he's in space, he's tough. He's tough to, I mean, he's a smaller guy. But, man, he is tough to get down because of how quick and elusive he is when it comes to having the ball in his hand. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you mentioned DeAndre Swift there. I, I've got a concern. I mean, I, I think all these backs that they have there are really talented. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I think that, you know, you look at DeAndre Swift. Um, you, you look at uh, Craig Reynolds, I think, has, has looked good in the reps that I saw of his. And Jamal yeah. Williams is a concern for me just because he's such a powerful runner. He's tough. God, and, he's tough. And, and th- that just concerns me. Then, of course, we always know – that, that we've got to watch tight ends against this football team. And TJ Hawkinson is a really, really good one. Yeah. Well, the thing with the Cowboys and these tight ends, 
We had huge concern last week with Dallas Goddard in this game. Kept it under control. Kept it totally under control. The Cowboys are keeping these tight ends under wraps. They're not allowing them to have big plays. Right about five yards a catch. No touchdowns. I'd say they got a pretty good handle. And But you're right. Hawkinson is one of those guys when he was coming out of Iowa – in 2019, you know, him and that Noah Fant, those were the two big tight ends from Iowa. This Hawkinson could block his ass off yeah. at Iowa. And so there's things you see. I mean, you start to talk about complete tight end guys. He clearly is one of those guys. Now, if you're Dan Campbell and you're on the other side of the football, let's let's try and get in their mind a little bit. If you're Dan Campbell, what are you telling your team this week? Like, hey, we've got to lock that this right here. This has got to be a focus for us because, I, I mean, I think it's easy to look at the running game and say that the, the running game is going to be an aspect of it. But, man, I, I saw some stuff on tape that if Dak Prescott wants to come back and rekindle his connection with Michael Gallup, I think there's opportunities if they want to take him. Yeah, he's telling his front seven on defense. He's challenging Aiden Hutchinson. He's ha- uh, challenging uh, Michael Brockers. Uh, you know, he's challenging his linebackers, Rodriguez, uh, Rodriguez and, and then Anzalone. He's challenging those guys that, listen, they're going to come in here and try and take your lunch money. You know, they're going to they're going to think that they're going to be able to run the football because you guys have proven you haven't stopped anybody. So the front seven, if you're Dan Campbell, you're challenging your front seven because Deshaun Elliott, their safety is a pretty good player. Yep. that they've got for Baltimore. Um, you know, he comes down in the box, he'll make some tackles. But it's really, if the Lions are going to win this game, it is going to be defensively, and it's going to be about the front four and those linebackers. You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.